it's always exciting when somebody comes and says, I've got something to say. So uh, Scott has something out of John he wants to talk to us about this morning. So I like will pray. take you up on it. Okay. What's that? <laughs> so they will take you up yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's pray. Father, thank you for Scott, for his willingness to be here this morning, for his willingness to share what he has discovered that he wants to share with us. And so we just pray now you would give him the words to speak and give us the hearts and the ears to hear. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Go for it. Luke, can you see me and hear me? Both? That's good. It's probably a good day for me to be up here. And it might sound weird, but it's because my wife and two children out of four are coming back from Michigan. But my wife told me she gets very nervous speaking in front of people. She goes, I get twice as nervous when you speak in front of people. <laughs> so I don't really know how to take that, but she doesn't have that stress this morning. So and kind of what the way I do this is I'll read like five verses or so. I have a couple things just from those verses. And I know you want to hear his word. So I'll get going. So this is John. It's out of chapter nine. It's a man born blind. Receives his sight. Says, Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. That's pretty normal conversation back then. Because it was the disease, um, sickness, it was what sin causes. That's normal. Um, You go to Job uh, and his three counselors. That was a big thing then too is, you know, this is happening to Job. What did he do? Um, Not normal conversation today. Um, but very, you know, that, that is how it was then. Um, and Jesus made it clear it's part of God's plan. It wasn't his sin. He, you know, that's just, it's, we're going to provide works through this, this, uh, this beggar. And through John, he, you know, he keeps telling his disciples, um, that he's the light, but dark darkness is coming. And they're not totally understanding, you know, they're asking different questions on, can we follow you? Um, but they're not understanding why he's doing these miracles and what's, what's to come yet. Um, going through 6 through 12. Uh, when he had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. Therefore, the neighbors and those who previously had seen that he was blind said, Is not this he who sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, He's like him. And he finally said, I am he. Therefore, they said to him, How were your eyes opened? He answered and said, a man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and I received sight. 
Then he said to him, where is he? And he said, I do not know. So the, the beggar, he was he was blind from birth, right? They the people there didn't expect any more out of him. They expected he was going to be there begging at the date at the gate day after day. Um, you see, when even when he comes back, they don't really want to admit that it's him. You know, and he finally has to say, uh, guys, it's me. You know, I'm here. Um, and there's I think it's repeated four times in there. They ask him how. How did this happen? But they're not asking who, which is probably the more important question there. Um, just kind of reading. Some people say um, when he anointed his eyes, because imagine you're you're a blind person. You've never seen in your life and you don't know what's going on. Someone comes up, you probably hear them spit. Probably takes a little bit of spit to make enough mud to anoint two eyes. And he can't see. He's like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Um, but Jesus, he did that ministry, uh, you know, to, to show his works. Uh, let's see, where are we at? 13. So they brought him who formerly was blind to the Pharisees. Now it was a Sabbath when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also asked him again how he had received his sight. He said to them, he put clay in my eyes and I washed and I see. Therefore, some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. Others said, how can a man who is a sinner do such signs? And there was a division among them. They said to the blind man again, what do you say about him? Because he opened your eyes. He said he is a prophet. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight until they called his parents of him who had received his sight. And they asked them, saying, is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? So they had to bring in his parents. No one's admitting this, the guy that was sitting there his entire life blind. That's no longer sitting there anymore. Is that guy that just got his sight back? Um, and again, Jesus healed on the Sabbath. I think there were seven times in there. He's he's healing on the Sabbath. Part of the law then, which reading through this and doing some studying, they had the it's called the Mishnah, and it was like a study of the laws that the people in the temples used. And they that so that's where they kind of get this that you can't do that. They talked and written it out that you cannot heal on the Sabbath. Uh, you cannot fix a broken bone or set a broken bone on the Sabbath unless it's life-threatening. Um, there was one where it was okay to spit, but it was illegal if you spit and it rolled and made a furrow because then you could, like, plant in it. So I'm just saying they put a lot of thought into this and, you know, and made these laws in this book. So they were very big on policy. So the Pharisees were putting basically policy over people. And now Jesus is coming along and he's putting people over the policy. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the that's the important thing. There was there was a lot of change coming. 
And it was hard for the Pharisees to see that. So verse 20 here, say his parents answered them and said, we know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But by what means he now sees, we do not know or who opened his eyes. We do not know. He is of age. Ask him. He will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if anyone confessed that he was Christ, that he would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, his parents said, he is of age, ask him. So they again called the man who was blind and said to him, give God the glory. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered and said, whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I know, uh, that though I was blind, now I see. Then they said to him again, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? Yeah, so they brought the beggar's parents in there and confirmed, yes, that's our son. We know he was blind. Again, repeatedly, we do not know how he can now see. It's, it's beyond us. Um, and they weren't trying to teach their son responsibility when they said he is of age, right? It's not like you're a parent teaching a kid, child that did something wrong. This is responsibility. Their fear was getting thrown out of the synagogue at that time because that was the social status, job, friends, and they did not want to risk that. So they said, hey, he's of age. Ask him. Um, Again, they just kind of washed their hands of of that situation. And, And you see again there, they asked how and not who. So verse 27 He answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you always want, do you also want to become his disciples? I'm sure that sat very well at that time. Then they reviled him and said, you are his disciple, but we are Moses's disciples. We know that God spoke to Moses. As for this fellow, we do not know where he is from. Uh, The man answered and said to them, Why, this is a marvelous thing, that you do not know where he is from, yet he has opened my eyes. Now we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he hears them. Since the world began, it has been unheard of that anyone opened the eyes of a man who was born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered and said to him, You were completely born in sins and you were teaching us and they cast him out. So you could see the beggar, he's getting tired of it. It's me. Yes, I can see. I don't know how. But this guy's from God and I'm following him. First recorded someone that was born blind has sight. So he's he's in there. He's in the Bible. And God is still using his works today, all these years later. So it's pretty good logic there, isn't it? God's not going to do this for a sinner. Someone that not does not have a relationship me is, is with me is not going to be able to come and do this works. But this man did, so I'm following him. It, it makes pretty good logic. But the Pharisees, they couldn't get past that policy still. So... They cast him out. 
the exact thing the parents were afraid of. So that's why they stayed out of it. They did do to this, the beggar. Uh, 34 through, or 35 through 41. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and when he had found him, he said to him, Do you believe in the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, You have both seen him, and it is he who is talking to you. Then he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. And Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, and those who do not see may see, and that those who see may be made blind. Then some of the Pharisees who were with him heard these words and said to him, Are we blind also? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin, but now you say, We see. Therefore, your sin remains. So you see, the Pharisees, the people, they, they cast him out. But who went and found him? Jesus went and found him. He is, he is searching. Always searching for us. So he went and found him. Um, I said he, he's always looking for us. Um, in verse 36, you know, they're kind of starting to talk. Uh, and he answered, the beggar answered and said, who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? So that Lord is more of the sir, you know, kind of the, the formal sir there. But you get to verse 38 and he said, and the beggar then says, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. So that is the big, the big L, the big Lord. That's not the sir. That is the Lord. Um, I believe I'm your disciple. I'm following you. Um, you know, so he's, he's one of the worshipers of Jesus there. Uh, and like I said, those works are still going on because we're reading them today. So he's being used, I'll say it again, even to this day. Um, it's hard for us to help people if we haven't struggled. And this man, I think they were saying he was around 30 years old. Yeah, I'm thinking if you're a beggar. In Jerusalem at the gate, you've been through struggles. And so his struggles, when he gets his sight back, he's, he's struggled. He's going to know how to help people. Um, so that's, that's some of the good works there. The Pharisees, they were physically sighted. I mean, they could see. They were making the laws, you know. They, they were running the temples. They were... You see, they had the guy's parents, the beggar's parents, so scared they did not want to go against them. But they were spiritually blind. And as long as they were putting those policies over people, they were always going to be spiritually blind. But the beggar, he can see and he has the spirit. So that that's some of the good works of God there. And just kind of the last thing I have is... You know, the beggar, he was he was thrown out. He was rejected on earth, right? We've all had times where we've felt rejected or been rejected. But we're accepted by God in heaven. So if you hear only hear one thing today, just remember we're accepted by God in heaven. Accept him into your life and you're you're there. You're accepted. Um, that's all I had for today. So I just want to say a quick prayer, and uh, we'll get to the the next song. Um, All right, so let us pray. Um, 
I just pray for the safety of those coming back from Michigan uh, from that trip where they went up there and, and did some work, uh, helped the camp out. I know they're, they did a lot of work, and I know they're tired, so just keep them safe. Uh, just, Lord, keep us in your light this week as we go, go about our lives. Um, just help us in our relationship with you. And just also, as a nation, we're struggling. Um, I just pray that eyes are opened and hearts are opened um, and we start putting people over policy. Amen.